July Summers Ellington, but you would call me July if you nasty. What's going on, y'all? It's been it's been a long week, right? I know, I know, I know. But listen, we're gonna get right into this because I know y'all heard that all shenanigans debacle with Remy and Pap. That shit was crazy. I ain't gonna lie. I ain't appreciate that from my boy. You know what I mean? Like, I ain't like that. But it is what it is, you know what I mean? Like he ain't deserved that. We don't know the full story. We think we know because of what social media tells us. But we 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 don't really know what happened. All right. And all I know is that prayers to the family because that is a, a hard thing to have to go through, you know. Um infidelity, uh lack of trust at that point no communication because clearly if you cheated uh I'm it wasn't no communication on you guys being in an open relationship so yeah uh lack of communication no communication maybe at some point but um just prayers to that family just you know hoping that the kids and you know everybody could remain together even if they're falling apart you know uh, but that also brings me to what I wanted to talk about originally, which is uh, gender roles. Like, we don't know their situation, okay? We don't know their situation, and I'm not about to speculate or anything, and I'm not going to make any assumptions because everybody's different, you know what I mean? Uh, but gender roles could, could play a part in a lot of people breaking up and a lot of people uh, cheating in their relationships and 
stepping out in any way, shape, or form because everybody necessarily has uh, their own definition of cheating. You know, not, you know, the baseline is the same, someone else in the picture. But how you went about it, uh, what was done, the level of sneakiness you went to have to go and cheat or in an act of cheating, uh, everybody has its their limits and everybody has uh, their starts. So how does it happen? How does cheating in a relationship happen? Because when you first get into, get into a relationship with someone, you're not thinking they're going to cheat because let's be realistic. If you feel like they're that type of person, you're not going to deal with them. You're not going to give them that much of your time, that much of your effort. You're not even going to, you don't even think they're worthy of having that title because you know that they are a cheater. So you never get in a relationship thinking it's going to happen. But it happens. Now you want to know why, with who, where, how it happened, the all of it. Sometimes we're not ready for those answers. And that's something I'm going to get to later on, right? But what we're going to get into right now is how did it happen? Like, how did it get there? And you always know on July after dark, I got a mother story time for y'all. Every time, every time I got a story time for y'all. So here, here goes July's story time. Please grab your popcorn and your, your glasses because <sighs> this one might be a doozy. And you know why I say that? Because this may just be the first time I am saying it out loud. So, I was young. Let me start off by saying that. I was young. I wasn't experienced in relationships, but I'm not going to say I hadn't been in some. I have been in a quite few relationships prior to the one I'm going to speak on. And I'm only going to speak on this one because it's the, it's the one that stands out the most and I feel like the most the one that had the most uh, repercussions, I want to say. So I'm going to just jump into this. Um, this was a, this, damn, I can't even say I was really, really young. Like, I wasn't really, really young, but I wasn't as mature as I am now. So I don't know why I'm getting nervous talking about it, but okay. Um, I had been in a relationship with a gentleman and we're not going to give them any nicknames this time around. We're just gonna, we're just going to get into it. So I was in a relationship with this man and, um, we, we, we were having fun in the beginning of, of the relationship. Uh, when we first even started hooking up, um, it was fun. It was new. It was risky. Risky in the sense like, damn, if people find out what they're going to think, if these people find out what they're going to think, like, it was like really like, we really had to like tiptoe around it because it was something crazy. 
but long story, long story long, uh, we continued our relationship. Uh, people started to eventually find out, um, speculate on some like, oh, you guys are always together. You guys are always doing stuff. You always post to him. There's that and the third. So eventually people had gotten the gist of, okay, yeah, they together. Either they together or they fucking. And definitely we were doing the deed. So when we decided to confront the, the allegations, because at first there were, there were allegations, like, you know, even before when we were not sleeping with each other, people still had speculated that, and I'm just like, no, that's really just my friend, but then we had spent, we were just spending so much time together, it was kind of inevitable for it to have happened, so it happened, whatever, uh, we keep going, we keep dealing with the relationship, we're having a good time, we're having fun, and um. I move out of my apartment. I move my I move out of my mom house, and you know, once you move out of your mama house, it's I swear when I was moving out of my mom's crib, I was just like, yo, I'ma party all the time. Like every weekend, I'ma have a fucking party. I'ma have my niggas over. I'ma be lit. I don't give a fuck. I like being alone. I like I like quietness. When it's too rowdy, it gives me anxiety. So um, definitely was a 360 of what I was thinking. I'm thinking I'm about to live in a frat house. And in all reality, I live in a fucking nursing home. So it's over. It, it was over for um, that, that lifestyle. But I was still living in a different type of lifestyle. And for those who already know, I've never been shy about talking about my swinger parties and uh, the swinger lifestyle that I was living in. Um, and I say was because I haven't really been active in it. And I'm not going to stay away from the conversation, but really haven't been active in it. I am going to get active again because it's about time I have some fun. But uh, going back to the story, um, we had just, you know, I we were trying to adjust to my newfound independence because this is my first apartment but you know I've never lived alone so yeah I had to learn things I had to deal with things and you know um I think he was a little scared for the amount of freedom I was about to have and what well, I have now and um I I can see why so I want to say we were together for four and a half years. In the four and a half years that we were together, I, I cheated. Multiple times. And um, I say that to say, I just knew that the relationship wasn't for me. But I didn't want to lose my friend in the process. So I had to make a decision on how to keep our relationship together, but also keep our friendship intact as well. So in my times of cheating, um, it wasn't with anybody new. It was with the same person that I had been cheating on him from the first time I had ever cheated. Um, but then me and that person that I was cheating on him with, we ended up drifting apart and. 
yeah, it, it pretty much showed in my relationship because now that my sneaky link and me are not fucking with each other, now I'm mad. So I'm with my man and he's like, what's up? What's wrong with you? Why you look so tight? And I'm just like, nothing. Like, it's nothing. Like, I didn't lie. I didn't make up a lie and be like, oh, is this, is that. Is I just would say nothing. I would let him know it's not true. I'm, I'm just not in that mood. And that's basically lying, yeah. But I didn't make up another story as to why. I really just wasn't in the mood due to that fact. So how he found out I was cheating was um, I recorded a video. That's not what I'm hesitant to saying. But I recorded a video and uh, I posted it on OnlyFans. That was the only place I had posted it. And I feel like I had to, at that point, like people ask me all the time, like, if you knew you was cheating or you knew that you cheated, in my mind, you know, like, if you knew you was cheating or whatever, like, why did you, like, why did you post it? And I'm just like, bro, like, it is what it is. And I, Obviously, looking back at it, like, that was, like, a dumb move, of course. But I feel like at the time I posted it because I knew we was at that, we was at the end of the relationship. Like, if it, if it wasn't me cheating or him finding out that I cheated, something else would have broke us up. So I guess him finding out I, was, I cheated pretty much just sped up the process. That's how I feel. It sped up the process, and it kind of sped it up to the point where it was, like, okay, you knew I cheated, you know I cheated, or whatever the sense is, now what do we do? Are we still going to continue to be friends or not? Because if we're not, then I don't know what else we're going to do here. So I posted the video, posted the video on uh, OnlyFans, and it wasn't good, to say the least. Um, it was not good at all. Um, he ended up, okay, so I'm, to this day, I'm still not sure how he, if he found out on his own or he had help, but from the person that I know he is, I don't think he had help. I don't think he would have put anybody in his business like that. So I believe he really sat here and at the time... My OnlyFans was like twenty five dollars. I I believe he had put. I believe he had paid for my OnlyFans because I feel like he suspected something and he found out that I had cheated on him with this guy on the sheets that he bought me, which was true, because you can see it in the video. So, um, it was it was bad to say the least. You know, um, a screenshot when he found out. I guess right then and there when he found out he wrote me, we, we texted or whatever. He texted me a screenshot of the video, a whole paragraph. It was just bad. Like, um, to say, I, I know he was hurt. Like, that's, I know he was upset. I know he was probably embarrassed. Um, and I take full responsibility for that because you don't ever treat somebody like that that you love. Because if you truly, like now that I know this about myself, like if you truly love somebody, you truly fuck with somebody, just leave them alone. Like you don't want to cause no harm to them. You don't want to cause any pain or stress to them. So just leave them alone. Because you know 
that if you love somebody so much, but you guys are just not working, you know, if you continue to try and, and bump heads, you're, once somebody's going to get hurt. So why not just end it, move forward, move, uh, move on on your own and just keep going. When when I eventually wrote back and let him know how I felt, I was remorseful at the time, but I did, I, I was a bit of a bitch about it. I was just like, all right, well, my fault. Like, I I didn't think you was going to find out like this, but best believe I didn't think that you wasn't going to find out because I posted it. You know, it wasn't like I sent it to somebody and somebody leaked it. Like, I posted it. So, of course, the first thing you would think is this bitch don't give a fuck. She posted it for the world to see whether somebody was going to bring it back to me or if I was going to find out on my own, you still posted it for the for, for me to see. So I know you did not give a fuck, and I can understand that. It's not justifiable. I fucked up. In all reality, I could have just told him we was done and went and still did what I did, but I didn't communicate. And this is how cheating happens. When you don't communicate how unhappy you are, so you go look for it somewhere else. I wasn't necessarily in a relationship after that situation, um, but I did fuck with somebody and I didn't cheat for a while until I found out they were cheating. But that's another story for another campfire. Um, after trying, after cheating. And trying to get back into a relationship with somebody, you it never really works out. You know why? Because um it's like crumbling it's really true, it's like crumbling up a paper. Once it's crumbled and it's it has wrinkles and all that extra shit, you really cannot make it a clear, loosely paper again. So you're gonna have bumps and roads each and every time. Why? Because you cheated and you still lost a little bit of, you still lost trust that you can regain, but there's trust that you lose that you can't regain. So I tr we tried to be in a relationship again after that and it didn't work out. Then it didn't work out because at that point, like now I felt like I was putting, I was putting too much work in and I wasn't getting the same work in return. I get it. I got to put in a little extra because I cheated and I fucked up. And now I got to get, you know, your trust back. But you still got to meet me halfway if you want to be in this relationship with me too, nigga. You're not about to sit here and, <laughs> and have me doing all the work. And now you're not putting in no effort or nothing because you feel like, I need to put it, I, put, I need to put forth my best foot. Yeah, I'm going to do it, but you also need to meet me halfway too. And that's another reason why people cheat. Why? Because sometimes, well, not really sometimes, but weak men create masculine women. And then you want women to be in this soft girl era, but you a weak man to her. She can't be soft with a softy. Now we two miss the softies. It's not working. And masculine men create soft women. 
feminine women. And why it's so easy for her to submit to you. She's submitting to you and putting all her trust in you because you are a masculine man. You take charge. You hold weight. So now when you put a female in a male's shoe by being a weak man and she has to take charge and she has to sit here and put her foot down, now we too hood. We too gangster. And then now us as women, we calling y'all men sassy. Bitches, if you will. And it's not okay. Cheating on any level is not okay, but the steps that lead to it ain't, ain't okay either. That person did not cheat because you decided to not put the cereal away or not buy no more milk. That's, that's not why that person cheated. Why the person cheated is, is more emotional. So emotionally, we have to get in tune with ourselves. Physically, we got to get in tune with our bodies. And mentally, we got to get in tune with our hearts. Because if none of those are aligned, or even if one is off, or you feel one is off, you're not going to be good for the next person or the other person you're, you're, you want good for you. You want this person to be your peace, but you're being their headache. It's not going to work. And you already know, here on July After Dark, I'm going to tell you what's up each and every time. And y'all going to tune in next week to July After Dark again. And we're going to talk about the second part to what happens when you cheat. Because cheating happens in multiple parts. This part was how and how it can happen and some examples as to how it can be a problem and where it can go. So tune in to me next week for some more tips, tricks, and story time.